I'm tearing up. <laughs> it's just about hate. screamed right now, but I'm not even there. <laughs> now that's inspirational, Natalie. <laughs> I feel inspired today. Part two I, of I, this. Can, I could be here for another hour. <laughs> no. I always go, he winds up homeless on the street. It's my fault. <laughs> I don't know what got into my head, but I thought, I thought this thought, you know, if I'm working year-round, I might as well get paid year-round. <laughs> Sweet Talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the Continuing Education and Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and subscribe today. Now, it's time to get started with Sweet Talk. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sweet Talk, the podcast for Idaho State University Continuing Education Workforce Training. Um, welcome today. And today we have my brand new or continuing co-host, Gary Salazar, Director of Continuing Education Workforce Training. Gary, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. And thank you very much. It's good to join you again, Paul. How yes. are you today? I'm, I'm doing excellent. Um, it has been so cold last few days and I just came back from lunch and I noticed that the temperature had like risen up like almost 10 degrees wise between going there and coming back and it's sunny and so it's turning into a wonderful day today. Yeah, it is. It's looking really nice outside. I got back as well. Um, if the rest of the week goes like this and the weekend's fine, I'm happy. I'm happy too. So, um, Gary, we have another, a couple more guests today, don't we? We do. We're being joined today by one of our instructors in our, in our health programs, uh, Renee Shai, and also by uh, our health programs coordinator, Ray Lynn. Ray Lynn Price, uh, we're going to let her take this away and let her introduce uh, Renee. But these two, you know, they, they combine and make a really powerful portion of our occupational health uh, offerings. So glad to have uh, Renee and Ray Lynn here. Ray Lynn, thank you for joining us. You want to say a few words about Renee? You bet. We are so excited to have Renee with us on this podcast, and we're even more excited to have her as our dental assisting instructor. She came on last spring, and her first class that she taught was actually with um, the school district, 25 the high school students, and she did an excellent job with that course. And then she has um, since then taken on a course out at um, Chauvin High School and our community courses. So I just want to introduce to you Renee Shai. Yeah, welcome, Renee. I, she's you, awesome. Renee. I, I got I to say this. I mean, she shows up early for her class. I catch her downstairs in, in the classroom, and she's always laying things out, and she's such a fantastic teacher. She's so caring. I mean, you picked a good, a good instructor there, so welcome, Renee. It's glad to have you here. Thank you so much. <clears throat> I'm glad to be able to do this with you, and honored, actually. So thank you. All right, all right. She's honored, Paul. We're done, man. She's really honored. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we we can't done. We we we, we want to close on that. Um, okay. So, um, <laughs> Renee, could you? I, I'm a novice at this entire thing. Can you explain to me, you know, exactly, you know, the the, the pro, your program and and what it involves and um, what your part uh, teaching is? Um, I have no clue. Renee, I've known uh, Raylan for years, and I never ask her. <laughs> <laughs> about her classes. Well, Raylan is awesome. She's very supportive and she's really helped me to um, become a better teacher by her positive attitude. But um, what I am teaching is the fundamentals of dental assisting, 
I'm helping the students to um, learn about dental anatomy, uh, what we do in the dental office as an assistant. I also let them know that you don't have to take this program um, to be a dental assistant, but it helps a ton to understand. And a dentist would like you to be um, knowledgeable of tooth numbers, tooth diseases. We get to learn about um, different diseases and cross-contamination. It definitely makes them more aware of um, how germs can cross and how we are to protect ourselves. Um, I teach them that they need compassion um, in order to work with their patients, but you need compassion anywhere you go. You also, I also teach them to be non-judgmental and um, we don't ever, uh, I teach them not ever to judge somebody um, by their teeth <laughs> or oh. their appearance. <laughs> um, so I teach them the basics and um, sometimes I go into more detail because there's um, certain chapters that I really like. And so uh -huh. um, I'm able to, to help them with that. That's awesome. Can, can, can your students get jobs uh, going through as a dental assistant? Can they get work like that? Yes. In fact, um, last community class, I had um, four students that were already working for a dentist and um, they, they wanted to take the course so that they could learn how to make temporaries, that they could know more about um, the anatomy and, and fillings and charting. And um, they actually, by just a couple, um, a month before they ended the class, they told me they got a raise. Ah, and, yeah. And one was a, a student and within two months, she got hired within the class. I had another one after the class was done, completed. She got a job and I just, with a pediodontist, the other one was a general dentist and one was an orthodontic that Got a job. So excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So yes. And that's pretty cool. That's yeah. you know, that that is so nice. The students can get work from this. Can can I clarify something with, with you? I'm not I'm not up to speed on this. Is not a dental hygienist. This is a dental assistant, or are they the same thing? No, they are not the same thing. A dental hygienist will go through a two-year program that they are learning all about um, cleaning teeth, about giving injections, about dental health. Um, dental assisting is going to teach you um, to assist the dentist and work on your own. I mean, you've heard about, uh, or you might have gotten a crown, uh, a root canal, uh, maybe, you know somebody that has dentures? Well, this is something a dental assistant will do. They'll take x-rays, they'll take impressions, they'll be 
taking care of sterilization. Everybody needs to learn about sterilization. So we're gonna take the instruments that have been used by our patients. We're going to take them into sterilization. We need to know how, how to clean those instruments and um, how to be able to um, even, like I said, charting for the doctor for treatment. We need to learn about insurance. I mean, hygienists learn all these things, but they learn how to prep a tooth. They know how to fill a filling. Um, we just need to know what the, the steps are to do those things. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up. Mm -hmm. so, uh, oh, go ahead, Paul. So I was just wondering, um, um, what um, profession are you in right now, Renee? I mean, are you uh, a dental hygienist or... No, I'm a dental assistant. Okay. Um, yeah, I went to school in, um, in 1980. I was just 19 at the time. And um, I went to an evening class that was an hour and a half away. And it took nine months. And I became a dental, assist a, a dental assistant with a certificate. Let's just say that. Okay. And then um, in California they um, they want you to become a registered dental assistant in order to make a little bit more money. <laughs> so um, I did that right after I was dental assisting. I was doing it while I was doing an externship um, with a dentist. And so um, with being a registered dental assistant, I had to take extra courses. I had to take another course to be licensed in, which is x-rays, radiographs. And then I also had to take another exam for, <clears throat> excuse me, for coronal polishing, which is that polishing of the teeth that they do. Yeah. So, yeah. Great, great. So it sounds like you've had a long career. Um, yes. So um, speaking of one who used to have fear of dentists, uh, you must have run into that a lot. And how do you address that? I mean, how do you teach, um, I guess, empathy or, you know, that understanding that people do have these uh, hesitations of coming to the dentist's office? Um, well, it came natural for me. I mean, I'm, I'm that way, but um, in teaching my students, because I taught um, back in 2006 to 2008 with a, a private um, company, dental assisting, and um, I have just really emphasize that compassion and empathy is really important. Um, yes, I've had, um, I've had people that are close to me um, that say, no, I don't like going to the dentist and, um, you know, going with them. But I've also had children, adults, and I just build a rapport with them. And I, I am sincere and I'm not, I mean, in our, in our learning, it says, say the right things at the right time. Well, I'm being sincere when I say, I'll hold your hand. This is what the treatment plan is. This is what we're going to do. Um, I use different language, the language that we learn in school. It's not a shot, it's an injection. We're going to get you numb. You know, I tried to explain that. Um, making sure that they know that I'm there and that they'll be safe. 
and that's another um, aspect that we teach. I mean, that's one of the, the important responsibilities of a dental assistant is to make sure the patient is safe. And that means emotionally and physically as well. That's awesome. So um, Renee, what has been the most rewarding part of your career in dental assisting? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> you know, I would have to say that um, I'm going to be emotional. <laughs> I would have to say that um, having, sorry, having a patient um, when you've left one office to expand uh, your knowledge with another type of dentist, um, that they look for you, they search for you. Because usually when you leave an office, whether it's um, you know, on good terms, which I did, or, um, it, well, I did leave in good terms, but, um, they don't always tell the patient where you are because of HIPAA, right? So, um, but this patient, uh, worked very hard to find who, where I was and she came and she says, I just can't, I can't go to a dentist and, or see the dentist unless you're there. And that made me feel really good, but because I was the one, she was so fearful and I was the one that assisted um, with her. Also, when, when patients say, um, I want Renee to assist me, um, they specifically want me to assist. So that's rewarding. As a teacher, it's rewarding to me to see when the students get it. Mm. And when they're like, I can do this. And it's just, yeah, you can do this. Whether it be um, taking an x-ray or like we did the other night, we did some charting and I call it coloring and outlining. But when they get it and they're like, oh, okay. So that's rewarding to me. Those light bulb moments, the aha yep. moments, Ooh. right? Where it yep. clicks. Those are the rewards for teaching, yep. for sure. <laughs> and then when they go on to do good things. Right? Oh, yeah. When they tell me I have a job. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's always exciting. Yep. Yeah, that is so neat. And what a great description of, of something that, uh, you know, you get to feel back from what happens when a student gets it, the light bulb comes on or they get a job. And, the, and you find out about that or you see it, I, that's one of the best parts of teaching and, and learning as well. Oh, definitely. It describes the best teachers, Renee, it really does. So <laughs> thank you again for that. You know, hey, I got a question for you. Uh, along those lines, what is the hardest thing for you to, to teach? What is, what is the most complex thing that students need to learn where you feel like you've got to take more extra time? I would say the part of um, the hardest thing to teach, you mean? Yeah, because I, I thought you'd say it's spelling the words or something, because there's a lot of term, <laughs> terms out there that are, you know, we were goofing off before this. Right. They're hard to say some of these things. What is that scientific language? Are, are, is, is language an issue or are there other things? No, I would say more it will be... Um, 
Uh, take an impression. <laughs> oh, a tooth impression. Uh, yeah, the whole mouth impression. Yeah, for like uh, study models or what laymen call casts of teeth. So um, that's one uh, that I, you really need to know. I mean, it's not easy. It might look easy, but it's not. You really need to know how to get um, all the landmarks on this impression and the, I'm going to say the, the freeman, freenums. So um, yeah, those are attachments, by the way. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I didn't know what freenums were. And so are they practicing on each other in your class or do they have uh, like example dentures that they, they work on? Well, we do work on each other and um, I always, when we first start, they're always so quiet and they don't want to talk to each other. I mean, a, a few do, but then by the time that we are doing our competency skills about uh, landmarks on the face and we're doing, um, I call it head, shoulders, knees and toes, even though we don't do shoulders, but um, we don't do knees and toes, but we point to landmarks on the face. This is the ala, this is the philtrum, this is the tragus of the year. This is when it's the, you know, like the third chapter, fourth, yeah, third chapter, and then we start laughing and enjoying each other. Um, we do sit each other into the chair and treat them that they're a patient and um, take impressions. Uh, how do we hold the um, suction, the high volume evacuator? So it's really fun. And taking impressions and pouring them up and trimming them is a blast. I have to say, I enjoy it. <laughs> they also, Gary, have typodonts. So yes, we do work on the typodonts as well. A so. typodon is like, like sounds like a dinosaur. A typodon. I was going to say dinosaur. <laughs> What's a typodon? It is a, a a replica of a human mouth of the maxilla, the upper, and the mandible, the ma uh, the lower jaw, and it has thirty two teeth in it, and it has an articulator so we can open and close it. And we learn about surfaces of the teeth, um, the periodontal, um, uh, the gingiva. We learn about um, what malocclusion is, what articulating paper is for. So how to take an impression for a crown. So there's, and make a temporary, yeah. Oh, wow. That, that's a lot. You know, I want, I want to share something back with you because you touched on this. I mean, you talked about empathy and relating to patients. You know, I'm one of those guys. I, I'm not really keen on going to the dentist's office. It's a must do. But I, I do recall, you know, laying back in that really comfortable chair. And I was probably looking like I was struggling. And, and the dental assistant or somebody reached out and grabbed my arm to soothe me, probably. But yeah. I jumped. <laughs> you know, it was like halfway out of the chair. Uh, and, and I go, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Because obviously, I knocked some things off the table and <laughs> created a bit of a disturbance. But the fact that somebody would take the time, you know, to, to do something like that, you know, I look back on it and go, oh, yeah, that, that was really cool. You know, I'm, I'm glad that person was there. Um, 
and and that's that's a wonderful thing to be sharing with other folks. Uh, not everybody has that that fear of going to a dental office, but for those of us who do, you know that that's important for you to be helping others understand what that's about. So they're as positive as the ones the dental assistants that I've had. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. Hey, I have a favorite question for you, and 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 this is. This is uh, no, just coming at you. It's like a Jeopardy question. What is your favorite tooth? <clears throat> okay. My favorite tooth, you're talking about what my favorite tooth is to work on, or are you talking about my favorite tooth in general? Are they different? Uh, I was going to say, is there a difference? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, I, dude, I, this is my favorite tooth to work on, but you know, when I look in that mirror, this is the one. <laughs> <laughs> one I don't like and I have one I do like but um I would have to say that it is tooth number 30. Number 30? Yeah I don't know what number 30 is Paula what's the number? It's your lower it's your lower right first molar it's the easiest to see if you're assisting a doctor that's right-handed. Ah okay I'm not sure how I'm going to see that but okay I have a favorite tooth too, Gary. You didn't ask me about my favorite tooth. I, you're right, Raylan. What is your favorite tooth? <laughs> Give me another. Well, it's a love-hate relationship because every time I go get my teeth cleaned with somebody different or go to a dentist, they're like, what is that on your tooth? And back when I first, when I got married, my dentist, I was getting a crown and he decided to surprise me by putting art on my tooth oh, what tattoo? So it has wedding bells on a tooth and you can see it but it surprises everybody that looks in my mouth they're like what is that on your tooth yeah. hey you're gonna have wedding to show bells. Me. Oh my come God. down i want to i want to see yep so that's i guess my favorite i i, I feel like i've i've just instantly learned so much more about Ray Lynn than I did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Good thing um, my marriage has lasted, right? Amen. <laughs> well, Ray Lynn and Ray Renee, thank you for joining us. I'm, I don't know if you heard our, our timer go off, but yeah. we, we just met and went past the 20 minute uh, mark. So this has been a delightful discussion. I'm glad we got a chance to figure out you know, which tooths are the best ones here. You better come back and tell me this numbering system because that confuses the heck out of me. I just know that right now that there's at least 30 of them out there. There's 32. 30, 32, 32. 32. Yeah. I, I, still, I still have all of mine. Oh my God. Congratulations. Is, yes. Isn't it common for uh, for uh, folks to lose those those big back ones? The wisdom teeth, yeah. Wisdom teeth, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, my dentist, my dentist loves that. <laughs> I love doing extractions, by the way. <laughs> so, um, so, um, Raylan, uh, Renee, if people wanted to reach out about the program, how would they, how would they do that? Well, the best place to find out more information as far as, um, the program goes is our cetrain.isu.edu. Look under the health programs. You can um, search dental assisting, or of course you can always call our office, 208-282-3372, and we can get you more information. 
um, come join our class. It's a lot of fun. Oh, it is. It, is. Uh, it must be uh, Renee. It's been a joy to be with you today. I, thank you. Thank you for uh, having me. No, yeah. no. Th thank you for coming. She no, is joyful <laughs> and is an excellent teacher. So thank you. Well, shows through. Thank you, Renee. Well, you know, uh, if anyone else is interested in any of our other programs, it is the same information, cetrain.isu.edu. And you can call us at 208-282-3372. Uh, um, I want to thank you all for joining me today. Um, Gary, always a good time. Always a good time. Hey, man, man. This is awesome. You all be safe out there. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.